0: Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. So I want to just start out by saying how fun last week was, not necessarily on the podcast, but actually in the Getting Unstuck Facebook group. If you tuned in last week, you heard that I decided to try something new, which was to integrate the Facebook group more with this podcast, and in doing so, encourage you to engage with me more and the others in the Getting Unstuck group and really deepen into this practice even more. Anyway, so last week was neat because I was really just experimenting and it appeared that there was more engagement than usual in the group, which made me realize that people enjoyed and benefited from my call to action posts, all of which, even though they were on different days of the week, related to last week's podcast. So I am planning to continue doing this. So if you are not yet part of the Getting Unstuck Facebook group yet, and you would like to be a part of this conversation, please do join us. Okay, so here's my story for this week. About a month ago, we celebrated a lot of holidays here in Israel, one of which is one of my favorite holidays of the year. It's called Sukkot. And this holiday is where we set up temporary booths outside of our homes, and we sit and we sleep in them for seven days and seven nights as a reminder of the time in our history when we were journeying in the desert. Anyway, so there's a custom of inviting guests into your sukkah. That's the booth in Hebrew. And while I do my best to follow this custom... I sometimes don't invite as many people as I would like, whether it's because I tend to invite people last minute or people use the holiday as an excuse to go on vacation. I don't know, but I tend to have fewer guests than I typically would want. So anyway, this year, very last minute, I decided to invite my neighborhood to our sukkah on a Wednesday night. Now, I'm not talking about my entire community, which is over 100 families. I was talking about just my immediate neighbors, which is about maybe 15 families. So our little neighborhood has a WhatsApp group, which for those of you who are unfamiliar with what WhatsApp is, it's an app that everybody in Israel uses to communicate with one another. And if you don't have it, you basically can't survive in this country. So I wrote in our neighborhood WhatsApp group that I would like to invite the neighborhood to our house in two days for Sukkot. And I mentioned that it would be a spontaneous evening of singing and hanging out under the stars in our sukkah. So one person responded with great excitement, but nobody else did. But I didn't take that to mean that no one would be able to come. I just assumed that, like me, I don't always respond to these informal community events. I mean, I know they're going to be announced over and over again as reminders, and then usually I just show up. But when the day arrived for my gathering, I started to question my assumptions. Was anyone going to show up besides this one woman? So I started to reach out personally to people in my neighborhood, one by one. And what I realized was like, nearly my entire neighborhood was not going to come to this party. (laughs) And I couldn't believe it. I mean, some of them were away. So, you know, I guess they had good excuses, but some of them, they just said, you know, they're not coming. And so my stuck moment really came when during this party, or gathering might be a better word, we were like, I don't know, three people, I think, maybe four. And so it felt really empty because my sukkah can fit at least 25 people in a circle because it's quite large, and yet we were three. And I remember distinctly sitting there feeling embarrassed and wondering what the other two people that were there, like what were they thinking about the situation or what were they thinking about me? And I found myself looping inside of thoughts instead of being able to just enjoy the company that was there. So in that moment that I noticed I was stuck while I was sitting there inside my sukkah next to two of my friends, I got myself unstuck within just a matter of seconds. S- stop. I closed my eyes. I took a deep breath in the middle of a song. My friends had no clue that I was taking a stop or doing any kind of spiritual or self-development work at all. That's one of the beauties about this work. You can be doing it and no one around you is even aware. T, tell. I told myself I was stuck mostly on embarrassment, And then as I sat there, I realized there was also a little bit of stuck on concern and worry and maybe even fear. I allowed myself to feel those feelings while I was sitting there. It felt like a tightness in my shoulders. You uncover. So I uncovered these beliefs. I believe my friends that did show up are worried about me and my feelings. I believe people in my neighborhood don't really like me. I believe it would have been nice if people would have contacted me to let me know they weren't coming. I believe the people who did show up were just pretending to be my friends. They felt bad knowing no one else was going to show up, so they did. I believe this is like the worst gathering I have ever hosted. I believe Absolutely no one is going to show up next time, even if there will be a next time. So those were some of my thoughts running through my head as my friend was playing the guitar. I don't remember exactly. I'm doing this in retrospect, but those were the main thoughts that I think I had. And as I watched my friend play the guitar, I just questioned my thinking. Was everything I was thinking totally true? How were those thoughts affecting how I was feeling? And how is that thinking taking me away from just being present in that moment with my friends who did show up? Recognizing that my thoughts were totally not accurate, I chose to move on to the next step, C for consider. I considered the friends who did show up were happy that it was a small group. I considered, yes, it's true I'm not very close with everybody in my neighborhood, but that's okay. I definitely know they don't dislike me. I considered that when I was consulting with my good friend who was the guitar player, he didn't seem phased in the least that this was going to be a small group. Actually, if anything, he totally seemed cool with it being small. I considered this gathering wasn't a priority to those in my neighborhood, just like there are many gatherings that are offered in the community that are not priorities to me either. I considered I don't RSVP to informal gatherings, and really I shouldn't expect that of others unless I specifically ask them to. I considered the small gathering was actually very nice and intimate and fun. I considered, so what? Like really, what is the big deal if it's just a small group? I considered, you don't need a big group to have fun. Sometimes the most fun you can have with people is when the group is small. I considered that if I don't open my house up again for a gathering or a party because I'm afraid people won't show up or I'm afraid what they might think of me, that's nothing short of ridiculous. And so, in that moment, knowing my birthday was about a month away, I already committed to inviting people back to my house to sit outside and sing and chant music together. And so, as I got my head back into that moment and out of all the thinking and worrying it was doing, I got back into enjoying the space I created. It was actually really special and beautiful and opportunistic for those who did come. I told myself it was okay, okay, that I got stuck on embarrassment and worry and concern and fear in the first place. It happens. And by the way, I celebrated my birthday about two weeks ago, and this time I invited people from my community who I know like to sing. I did invite some friends who are not as passionate about singing, but more specifically, I invited people who like to chant and sing in spontaneity and in harmony. And we had a beautiful circle that night as we also sat under the stars. And I remember feeling grateful that I didn't give up on myself or my friends because of that one incident, which didn't go as I had planned or assumed it would go. My dear listeners, it is so important that we investigate our thinking because if we don't, our minds will control us. And sometimes in a way that is not so beneficial for us. I totally could have been held back, or I could have chosen to stop initiating things in my community, or I could have developed some sort of insecurity complex. But None of that happened because I checked in with my thinking, and I inquired into it to the point where I recognized that my thinking was not leading me to my truth, and that truth could be found elsewhere. So my dear listeners, what about you? Can you think of a situation in your life where you assumed it was going to go one way, Or you assumed a certain person was going to act in a certain way. Or you assumed a certain person was going to grow up to be a certain person. And you felt let down. Can you imagine a time like that in your life? And can you see yourself considering, so what? Like, your thinking doesn't really have much validity And probably your thinking may be driving you into a deep hole that may be quite hard to climb out of at a later point. What if you considered, so what? Just like I did, not because I was being apathetic, but actually just the opposite. I know many of you are passionate in this world, just like I am. But you can say, so what? Because you realize that your thinking is just taking you far, far away from what is in this moment, which is reality and which is the truth. And the more you fight it, the more you will suffer. And while you may think that people are having these thoughts or those thoughts about you, you really never know what other people are thinking. So you might as well stop conjecturing about it. This is a really important topic for many of us, especially those of us who tend to unconsciously believe that we know what others are thinking about us. And then we lead our lives believing those thoughts. It can lead to so many problems. And so rather than staying stuck in what you think you may know, why not get unstuck and stay with what you do know? Okay, my dear listeners, that is it for this week. Wishing you a great rest of your day. Please be sure to join me in the Getting Unstuck Facebook group. Wishing you a good rest of your day. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.shiragura.com.